This is Cardinal Francis George. I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Word on Fire Catholic Ministries is a nonprofit ministry at the forefront of Catholic evangelization, using new media to spread the faith on every continent. Father Barron challenges us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The global benefactors of Word on Fire, with the support of the Archdiocese of Chicago, now present Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, there is a logic to grace that's just confounding, finally, to the logic of justice. We've all come of age in a culture where the logic of justice prevails. What's the logic of justice? Well, it has to do with owing and being owed, with calculating, with control, with tit for tat. I do this, you do that for me. What tends to accompany the logic of justice is division, who's in, who's out, who's owed, who does the owing, and a certain inability to forgive. See, because the logic of justice is, is calculating. Well, you've hurt me. I need to do something back to you. I owe you because you did that for me. It's not a forgiveness mentality. It's a calculating mentality. I do something for you. You're putting my debt. You owe me something commensurate in return. You hurt me in some way, and I strictly calculate the way in which I will hurt you back. I've taken something from you, and so you have a justified claim on me. It should all sound very familiar because this is the world that we normally live in. I'm always struck by the fact that little kids, I see it my nieces and nephew over the years, little kids have a very instinctual sense of justice, don't they? Of what's owed if they've been hurt in some way, how they have to hurt back, if they've been promised something they haven't gotten, children right away catch the rhythm of the logic of justice. And then extrapolate from little kids to the widest framework of our politics, of our culture, of our legal system, in our ordinary dealings with each other. This logic of justice seems to prevail. Once you've helped or hurt me, and I owe you something in return, we tend to be divided or separated into camps. The camps of the righteous and the unrighteous. See, the one who owes, the one who's who's owed. Once you've hurt me in some way, I won't rest till I get some recompense from you. That's the way it works in the world of justice. Now, I'm contrasting to this what I'm calling a logic of grace or a logic of gift. Grazia in Latin just means free gift. Even though I don't owe you anything, I'm going to give you something. Even though you have hurt me, I'm not going to demand recompense in return. Even though you won't forgive me, I'll give you a gift and forgive you. I know what's happening. Even as I say these words, I know probably as you hear them, there's something in us that balks at this, that's saying, well, no, it's not right. See, because we're so conditioned by the logic of justice. No, when someone hurt you, I'll hurt him back. I mean, I just think of this morning when I was coming up here, 
I'm on the highway. In typical Chicago traffic, people are cutting each other off. Well, someone cuts you off in traffic. It's just annoying. And you want to pay that person back with at least a dirty look, right? If not, maybe the opportunity to cut them off when you have a chance. Well, that's the logic of justice. He's hurt me in some way. I'm righteous. He's unrighteous. So I'm now going to try to redress the imbalance. But see, the logic of grace is not calculating in that way. It's gracious. doesn't look to itself and its rights and prerogatives. It looks to the other. Imagine someone cuts you off and you respond not with a dirty look. You respond with a smile. (laughs) How would that work? How would you feel about that? Now, mind you for a second, I'm not bad-mouthing justice. Justice is one heck of a lot better than chaos. I like justice. Justice is a good thing. But I'm arguing with the Bible that mercy or grace mocks justice. That is to say, it goes beyond it. God is indeed a God of justice. Justice is a lot better than injustice. But mercy and grace are even better than justice. Okay? Now, in light of that little distinction, I think, we have to look at our reading for today, the gospel reading. Because it's all about this logic of of, uh, grace. The 15th chapter of Luke, that's the beginning of our reading today, opens with a clear division grounded in this logic of justice. He says, Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but... The Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. What's bugging the scribes and Pharisees is that this behavior of Jesus seems unjust. After all, they're righteous. They're the ones who deserve the attention of the great rabbi. Those others, tax collectors and sinners, they're unrighteous. They don't deserve to have this approbation of Jesus by eating and drinking with him. Again, notice, please, how the logic of justice tends to lead to division. Good guys, bad guys. Who's owed? Who does the owing? And so Jesus tells a series of stories, all meant to show the logic that obtains in the mind of God, which is always a logic of grace. A shepherd has a hundred sheep and one wanders off. So he leaves the 99 on the hillside unattended while going in search of the lost one. Now, from a strict justice standpoint, there is plenty wrong with this shepherd. He abandons those who've been obedient, exposing them to danger. And he gives extravagant attention to the one who's been disobedient and careless. Right? Now, these people aren't stupid. They see right away the, the, what this allegory is about. The 99 righteous who stayed close to God following his commands. The one who wanders off, the sinner. And God goes in search of him. To make matters worse, shepherd comes back with this ne'er-do-well on his shoulders in great joy. I mean, couldn't he have at least had the good form to seem annoyed? Let's say you're one of the righteous. You're one of the 99 sheep, you know, and this, this one idiot wanders off. Well, first of all, the shepherd pays attention to him, but then secondly, he comes back with a goofy grin on his face. Couldn't he at least have a frown and, oh, how dare you do this? And look at those good 99 
righteous ones. Well, there's the logic of justice. But the shepherd is displaying the godlike logic of grace. Then he narrates, I love this, the story of this kooky woman who loses a coin. And I'm saying kooky on purpose. The coin she loses. The term in the Greek designates a very tiny denomination of money. Something like a penny. Upon losing that tiny coin, she turns the entire house upside down, sweeping the place diligently until she finds it. Now see, doesn't this right away strike you as unjust or at least disproportionate? Imagine someone now has lost a penny, not $100, not $1,000, a penny, and she spends the entire day sweeping, turning the place upside down, uh, overturning the furniture to find a penny? It seems a little bit disproportionate, doesn't it? But then, this is the real kicker. She calls the whole neighborhood, he says, in order to celebrate over finding one penny. Now, again, imagine you get an invitation from someone in your neighborhood. Please come to my house this afternoon. We're going to have a party. Oh, really? What's the occasion? I lost the penny, and I found it. I mean, you think, legitimately, she's out of her mind. right? You see why I said kooky woman. She seems, frankly, as crazy as that shepherd who runs after the one and leaves the 99. What's on display? The logic of grace. Is it disproportionate? Yeah, yeah, it is. Not really unjust. It's, 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 not, it's not below justice. It's above justice. And these stories now are simply the setup for one of the greatest stories ever told, the parable of the prodigal son. It's always a privilege when we, we read and hear the story at Mass. And can you see how this parable is making much the same point? Both of the brothers, both of the sons of the, of the father, operate according to a logic of justice. Younger boy says, Father, give me my share of the inheritance that's coming to me. Now, it's been said many times, and correctly, this is a very insulting move. For a young man basically to say, I'm unwilling to wait for you to die. Why don't you hurry up and die and give me my inheritance? But see, what he's, what he's looking for is something that's owed to him. You owe me this part of the inheritance. I want it now. It's the language of justice, which again tends to separate and divide is not marked by graciousness and forgiveness. But the same holds now for the older brother. Too often we focus on the younger brother, but the the older brother, see, it's just as important because he's in the same spiritual space. The kid comes back. The father, like the good shepherd, like the kooky woman, goes running out. He doesn't frown at him. He doesn't make demands on him. He runs out welcomes him, kills the fatted calf for him. Now, the older brother, also caught in the logic of justice. This is not going to go over well with him. And don't you recognize this in yourself? You know, you've been a good person. You tried to please your father all these years. And then this goofball runs away. First of all, steals his money, basically, runs away, squanders it. And then the old man goes running down the hill to embrace him. Are you kidding? See, that's the older brother. If you don't feel his perspective and the, the righteousness of it, you know, you're, not, you're going to miss the point of it. You're meant to be lured into his space. Now listen to him. 
all these years, I have slaved for you, and you've never given me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. Well, that gives away the game, doesn't it? I've been your slave, and so you owe me. That's what he's saying to his father. Just like his younger brother. Give me my share coming to me. You owe me. The older brother, now maybe he's a bit more responsible, I suppose. I've been slaving for you, and now you owe me. And you never gave me a party. You gave this goofball a party. Justice. What's owed? Calculation. Judgment. Separation. You see how all of it begins to kick in. Mind you, I'm not bad-mouthing justice. It's much better than injustice. But it's also got this negative overtone. And the father who represents the way of God doesn't operate along those lines. I know you've insulted me and taken my money, he says to the younger brother. But I will run down the hill and throw my arms around you and kill the fatted calf because I'm not operating according to a calculating logic. I know, he says to to the older brother, I know you're ungrateful and spiteful. But yet I will come out and invite you in. The good shepherd, the crazy woman that throws a party for one penny, the father of the prodigal son, are signs to us of the way God thinks and the way God loves. And thank God for it. Because you know what, friends? If we were caught in a strict uh, logic of justice, God help all of us. We'd all be lost. Thank God that we have a God who is indeed just but who is above all a God of love and a God of grace. And may that God bless you. I hope you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George, and I pray that God will bless you and those you love. Father Robert Barron is combating the crisis of faith in our culture. Father Barron's expanded website can deepen your faith, give you new insights into scriptures, and help you become a better Christian. Go to wordonfire.org and tap into Father Barron's compelling videos, sermons, articles, and much more. Wordonfire.org. Connect with one of the Catholic Church's best messengers. Every day, everywhere.